It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favor to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at osbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, it is the 14th of May. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance and startups. I often forget the startup part of that, but um, I'm Nadine Blaney. Good to be here with you. Scuddy, it's a Friday. It's a Friday. We're also about crypto here at Ausbiz. Lately, we are about crypto by default because that man, Mr. Musk, can't keep his phone out of his hand, can he, Scuddy? No, I think I've... uh Never thought I'd actually say this, but I think a few Bitcoin advocates uh, have joined my uh, my mission today. I went and told Elon to go put his phone down for a while, and uh, lots of people with laser eyes are liking and, and retweeting my tweets. So I have support from the uh, the long Bitcoin community. Yeah, possibly, but I've also known noticed that this laser eye theme is just a thing right now, <laughs> and it can be. Um, I think that the the non crypto bugs have have taken it over. To, to take the meaning and the, the potency away. Anyways, strange land. If Tom Brady's doing it, and to get Bitcoin to 100,000, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Carl Kapolinka from Think Markets. Uh, he's often our go-to man on crypto. If you'd like to hear his latest thoughts in the wake of the most recent Elon tweets and the most recent new she coins and everything else coming to market, you can do so via the show notes. I think that's all you and I are going to say on crypto today. Oh, there, there was another coin that was released yesterday though. It was something, something Elon Musk. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now the crypto conversation is over. over. Let's get back to equities. And on this Friday, Scotty, well, I'm, I could start with the positive because it really is overwhelmingly positive as I look down on my screen. Lots of green to be seen, but let's start with the negative and iron ore getting hammered and really taking a toll on resources names here. Yeah. Uh we all know there's very strong fundamentals underpinning the gains, both on the demand and supply side. But I got the impression earlier this week in particular that uh, it was just rampant. I actually described on Twitter that uh, the move in daily futures at one stage in Monday looked like a pump uh, from a, a cryptocurrency. There's that word again. And uh, lo and behold, the uh, the government uh, in there in China has uh, stepped in and tried to go and cool that down. Some pretty significant jawboning. And, uh, yeah, coming as, from, you know, Leech Kachang of all people. Yeah, and as we as we go to air in the moment, uh, I just went and looked at the futures contract, the September 21 contract there for Iron Ore, and it's uh, getting absolutely hosed, down about 9% or so. Mm. That's, uh, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. So um, looks like most of the miners will 
have finished down today. Yeah, they're quite resilient, though, I've got to say, considering where uh, where futures were. There maybe just a reluctance to go and sell too aggressively on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Banks did really well on this Friday. Um, Macquarie was a standout in that space, you know, just outside the big four. But really, I mean, even energy, which did take a hit overnight, because commodities did, um, you know, suffer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Proving pretty resilient through the day today, as as is the tech space. I mean, this is a real turnaround Friday, if I can call it that. Yeah, I think it may be a bit of positioning coming to play. That's that's just my my feeling about what's going on. Maybe it's difficult to read too much, particularly the energy space. It's uh, it's really strange. It had a huge decline, one of the biggest declines we've seen in months, uh, and just no one cares. So it's uh, interesting to see the resilience there, whether it lasts. Of course, uh, I think a lot will determine what happens on Wall Street tonight. Yeah, of course. Tonight in New York, we get U.S. retail sales. Excuse me. That's a pretty big read, one we'll be keeping a very close eye on. Yeah, absolutely. We know it's the biggest part of the uh, U.S. economy. Uh, so another one percent or so gain expected after only a ten percent gain in the previous month. So lots of strength coming through. I've got to say, when you go and look at the data coming through from the United States right now, that non-farm payroll support for April that was released last Friday looks like such an anomaly. Um, I'll be very interested to see what happens when it comes to our revisions in the months ahead. Yeah, we'll see. U.S. retail sales. I mean, still a lot of stimulus. I saw a guy post something on Twitter at you know a luxury brand store in Houston. The line was long. I think it was, you know, Gucci or Louis Vuitton or something. But um, he spoke with the people in line, and a lot of them said they were there with their stimulus checks to spend. Yeah, and this—that's that's the really weird thing. Like we all know that you've got to go and spend lots of money to go and try and keep the economy afloat. But when you see scenes like that, you really have to go and question whether it's been put to good use. If it's going to support you know, the trade deficit, which is already at record highs and uh, and straight out of the country, uh, I dare say it's probably not money well spent. Well, uh, that is one take. Uh, retail sales, uh, you were chatting with David Sikulski from uh, Carrara Investment Management. Just to your point, he was saying basically there's three to six months of data points uh, that the Fed will be taking in before they start talking about tapers. So he sort of sees the markets discounting a lot of the data that doesn't matter in terms of inflation, you know, calling for a lot of swift, sharp reactions around those inflation reads. And Maybe a little bit of apathy towards some of the other data points between, you know, in the next few months. Yeah, valuations are very complacent is one of the aspects there. He did say that that Jackson Hole Symposium uh, that takes place every year, uh, whether it's virtual or face-to-face this year, is still to be discovered. But uh, he nominated that as being an event where it might not just be the Fed that goes and starts to go and uh, and, uh, prepare the market for tapering, but maybe a global synchronized coordinative approach by central bankers to go and start... uh, taking the other uh, tap just that little bit uh, off well we'll see i mean you know that the bank of canada a few weeks ago now started to turn the tap in terms of tapering the qe program but uh, the bank of canada governor was out overnight saying look they are nowhere near you know looking to 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 raise rights that liftoff is still well in the future so i think they said about seven hundred thousand canadians still not in work that were pre-pandemic So there is a little bit of an overview of what we're expecting tonight. So as I mentioned, retail sales and a consumer sentiment read as well will be closely watched. Um, Other than that, as we work toward next week, I mean, this week was very much um, marked by the budget here locally. 
uh, I can't think of what's happening next week in terms of big economic data because oh, other than the budget. F- let me fill it in. Hope. Oh, it's jobs on Thursday. And the wage price index on Wednesday. So we've got plenty to go and, uh, and uh, go and digest next week. And it's going to be pretty important, particularly that labor force uh, survey on Thursday. So about 40,000 jobs are expected. Uh, the unemployment rate's expected to come down another tenth, another two tenths, I should say, uh, to, I think to 5.4. So uh, all things that would go and bode into that you know, process of, well, it's going to move closer to the RBA, starting to normalise policy. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the big uncertainty, of course, is what happens after the uh, end of JobKeeper. Was there a cliff? Well, the data doesn't suggest there was, but uh, we'll find out in, uh, in just over a week's time. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, labor force, a big one. Also, we get the monthly consumer confidence index, excuse me, which will be interesting. We get the minutes from the Reserve Bank board meeting on Tuesday overseas. On Monday, we get a data dump from China, retail sales, production and investment. And uh, we do get the FOMC meeting minutes on May the 19th, uh, but missing, I suppose, any of those big blockbuster reads in the U.S. next week. So, look, it's been a good week, Scuddy. We've learned how the government is going to spend our money. We've learned that... not really our money, borrowed money on our behalf. Um, we've learned that the borders will likely not be opening until mid-2022. And we've also learned this week that, you know, that rotation out of growth is real and it can it can bite. Yeah. And uh, whether it's over or not is probably uh, no debatable. I suggest it's probably not. Uh, I still expect that we're going to have a lot more sticky inflation than what, uh, what people are anticipating. The way I look at it from my perspective is that, well, you've got Monetary spigots going full throttle. You've got the, also the fiscal spigots going full throttle. You've got tightening labor market conditions. If you're not going to get any inflation that's lasting in an environment such as that, inflation will never be around. That's the, that's the way I'm looking at it. So it's now or never. Yeah, that's uh, echoing what uh, David Sikolsky as well said earlier today. And, and I was chatting with the boys on the call today, Rudy Philippek van Dyke and Claude Walker. And yeah, Claude Walker has changed his portfolio. He recognizes that growth is going to continue to come under pressure from here. You know, Rudy said the tide really turned in February and we're going to be seeing more of that pressure coming through um, in terms of growth names. And on that, uh, now that I've name dropped Rudy, and Claude Walker from A Rich Life. Zero, you know, to, to our chat about growth, uh, was the stock of the day today. It updated the market Thursday. The market didn't like it. Still down today and getting sold off. Here's if they think uh, it should go in the Ausbiz portfolio. You know, I'm a shareholder. Um, um, I might uh, buy more. I took a while ago, early in the year, I think it was January, February, I took the view that uh, volatility was going to hit those stocks. So I halved my allocation to, to zero. And I'm obviously looking to top that up at some point. I'm not in a hurry. This is simply a, a, an interruption in a long-term growth story. Now, I do not know precisely when they will be back on their way to 140, 150, 160. And that might take a while given the, 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 the clobbering they're getting this week because there's always that, that psychological effect on investors. Oh, that's fallen. Now it must be a bad company. It's not. Now, it's a great quality company. I agree with what Rudy said. This was a company that has free cash flow. Like in a few years, I bet you it'll be paying dividends. Like it's good. It's a, such a real business. It's one of, if not, a, it's between that and one other one, in my opinion, for the best stock on the ASX. Mm. I reckon Zero is the second best stock on the ASX, hence why I own it, even though I think it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I do think that it is going to probably come down further because, yeah, it's just so expensive on the numbers. It's growth's not that high. For me, 
I am looking at the question in my mind that I want to do more work on now is when do I start buying zero? Let's say it does get down. But for me now, it's more in the hold. To, it's the hold zone if you have a smallish holding that you're happy to just ride it out. Yeah. But then if it's a big holding, I would say you probably want to trim it because you don't want this one stock is very likely to come down, in my opinion, to have too much of an impact. Mm-hmm. And that is a no. <clears throat> you know, it's 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 just the reality of being in financial markets, right, Scotty? The cycles change. And so you just need to be positioned accordingly and you need to watch Ausbiz because we'll keep you abreast of all the information you need. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, well, of course, but we've got people who have been through numerous cycles here. So that's one of the advantages that we have uh, both from the, uh, the production and the, uh, the on-air team. Uh, and, and our guests, our wonderful guests. Shout out to all of our guests who join us. Stay in, You're getting day plugs out. everywhere here, yes. Yeah. It's a Friday. We love you all. Generous. We love everyone out there. <laughs> uh, Scotty, look, uh, it's last call. We should we should go get it. Oh, it's been a very very long week. It's been a very tiring week. I've had about a thousand cups of coffee. Let's go have a beer. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, um, everybody out there, have a happy, safe weekend, and we'll see you for the live stream eight thirty Monday morning. Looking forward to it Peace already. Out. See ya.